Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Wa sallallahu ala sayidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil alamin. Allahumma inni nawaitu ta'allum wa ta'alim wa tadhakkur wa tadkir wa naf'u al-intifa' wal ifad wal istifada wal hatha ala tamasuki bi kitabillahi wa sunnati rasulih wa du'a ila al-huda wa dalalata ala al-khair ibtigha'a wajhillahi wa maradatihi wa kurbihi wa thawabihi subhanahu wa ta'ala Welcome back to our podcast series The Beginning of Guidance for Muslim Women My name is Umar Abdullah and I'm very pleased to welcome you today to our study of the Muqaddimat al-Shari'ah which is the introduction of the commentator. We could launch straight into the text, Bidayat al-Hidayah of Imam al-Ghazali. However, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce you to the genre of introductions because this is something which is often skipped when somebody studies a classical text. And the reason why I think it's important is because it's not something that Muslim women and English speaking Muslim women are often exposed to and in the the study of uh, the genre of introductions there are a few gems that I'd like to point out which I hope inshallah will be of benefit to you uh, in your journey as a student of knowledge a student of sacred knowledge and in your journey back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the introduction that we're studying is of the Shari, as I mentioned, the commentator of the particular book, Maraqi al-Ubudiyah, which is written by al-Alama al-Sheikh Muhammad Nawawi ibn Umar al-Jawi. So the erudite scholar, al-Sheikh Muhammad Nawawi ibn Umar al-Jawi. And he passed away, as I mentioned last time, in about 1898 in Mecca, and he was a very prolific commentator. So he's written a short and very humble introduction to his commentary on the Bidayat al-Hidayah. And I would like to go through that and just point out a couple of things in it, inshallah. First of all, it's notable that every introduction follows a typical format. The first paragraph always begins with the Basmalah, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, and the Hamdalah, Alhamdulillah, followed by the salawat, the salutations on the Prophet and then usually with the shahada. And what it often does, and most interestingly, is it will show through the mastery of the commentator's language what the topic of the book actually is. Often the titles of the books in Arabic don't always lend themselves to knowing what the subject matter or the content of the book is. So, for example, if you had something like Nurul Anwar, like the light of lights, that doesn't tell you what topic it is. Is it a book on hadith? Is it a book on tafsir? Is it nahu? Is it sarf? What is that particular book? So when the commentator sits down to write the introduction, then they will often use some words from the subject matter, from the topic, and masterfully and in a very literary way, weave the technical terms into their praise and into their salawat and into their basic introduction and their their declaration of faith. And this is a particular literary technique called bara'atul istihlal, which means a masterful or artistic 
beginning or introduction. Uh, bara'a means to be skillful and istihlal means to be a beginning. And it has halala in it, those root letters, which is the same as the hilal. So the hilal is the crescent moon which comes at the beginning of the month and the uh, Istihlal is what's used for the introduction. So I just wanted to point that out because, for example, uh, Riyadh al-Salihin, the great hadith book of Imam Nawawi, um, you wouldn't know just from that name that it's actually a hadith book. But when you read the introduction that he may have written or the commentator, you'll see that he will have put in their technical terms from the science of hadith and then you'll know immediately what the subject matter of it is. As for this particular book, the commentator, Al-Jawi, he didn't write a very uh, flowery or expressive type of introduction or really do much bara'atul istihlal. He did mention the word huda in it, um, but be- probably because the bidayatul hidai is a name which is clear. And even though sometimes the names of books are clear, then you'll find that those with a, a strong uh, creative propensity will tend to write some very expressive type of introduction as well. So whether it's clear or not, it doesn't really matter, but you'll often find that. So that's something worth pointing out because whenever you pick up a book and look at the introduction, then you'll be able to know exactly what the topic of the book is. The second part of the introduction is always introduced by the expression amma bad, which means as for what follows. And you will see that translated all the time if you read uh, classical books always you'll see this as for what follows. And it's a very Arabic thing. It's not an English thing at all, really. So that's important to know that that is actually a part of the structure of the introduction. So Al-Imam Al-Jawi has written a short and, as I said, quite a humble introduction. And we'll just go through it with a bit of a rough translation so we can get a feel for what's actually in the introduction and how a classical book is commenced. He starts with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Jalla wa Ala. Ahmaduhu li Jamil Ayadi wal Ala. Wa Ashkuruhu Shukraman Ufiya min al Bala. Wa Astogfiruhu li Wali Wali Daya. Wali Mannahu Hakan Alaya. Wali Muslimina. Minkuli them bin Kaulan wa Fialan. Wa Atubu Ilayhi Minkuli Mausiatin. Taubata Abdin. La Yamlikuli Nafsihi Huda. Wala Yestotiru. So what that means is he says, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, Alhamdulillahi Jalla wa ala, the most uh, magnificent and uh, highest, Ahmeduhu li jamil ayadi wal ala, I praise him for all uh, gifts or spiritual outpourings and blessings. And I thank him with the thankfulness of one who's been preserved from or ufia like He's had his uh, well-being restored or preserved from calamity. And and I seek forgiveness from him for myself and for my parents and for whoever has a haq on me and for the Muslims and from every sin spoken or acted. And I atubu ilayhi, I'd return, or I turn to him from every act of disobedience, the turning or the repentance of a slave, la yamlikuli nafsihi huda, 
who doesn't have for himself or he doesn't have for his nafs guidance. So it's in that beginning part now where he mentions guidance. So that would be his bara'atul istihlal in this case. So it's not a very beautiful or creative expression, but it definitely puts the reader in or points the reader in the right direction, which is that this is a book about guidance. Then he says, وَلَا يَسْتَتِعُوا أَنْ يَدْفَعَ عَنْهَا ضَلَالًا So when he says that he uh, returns to Allah from every sin, the returning or the repentance of a soul, لَا يَمْلِكُ لِنَفْسِهِ هُدَى who doesn't have for himself guidance and who cannot repel from it any misguidance. So when he says, يَدْفَعَ anha," he's talking about the nafs because the nafs is feminine. So he doesn't own or possess or have for himself guidance and he can't possibly defend from his nafs any misguidance. And I bear witness that there is no God except for Allah who is uh, single in his unity, who has no partner, and that comes from وَلَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ So there's nothing that resembles him. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا مُحَمَّدًا نَبِيُّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ And I bear witness that Muhammad is his prophet and messenger. الْمَقَامِ الْعَلَى The one who is the the one who has the highest rank. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ الَّذِي أَخْتَصَّ اللَّهُ بِهِ فَضَائِلَى and I send praise and salutations on our master Muhammad, the one whom Allah chose or singled out with virtues. And on his family, those who believed in terms of having faith in Allah and his messenger. And who believed in what he recited. وَأَصْحَابِهِ الَّذِينَ فَازُوا بِالْاِقْتِدَاءِ بِالْجِهَادِ وَغَيْرِهِ فَنَالُوا دَرَجَاتِ الْعُلَى And on his companions, those who succeeded by following in jihad and other than that, فَنَالُوا And so they attained or acquired الْدَرَجَاتِ الْعُلَى So they acquired the highest of ranks. Then he says, Amma ba'd. And as for what follows, فَهَذَا الشَّرْحٌ عَلَى بِدَايَةِ الْهِدَايَةِ سَمَيْتُهُ مَرَاقِ الْعُبُودِيَةِ أَرْجُو بِهِ حُسُولَ بَرَكَاتِ الشَّيْخِ الْمُصَنِّفِ He says, so this is a commentary on the Bidayatul Hidayah, which I have named Maraqi al-Ubudiyyah, the raising or the elevation of servanthood. And I hope from it to attain the barakah of the shaykh who wrote it. وَدُعَاءَ طَلَبَةِ الْعِلْمِ مِمَّنْ يَنْتَصِفُ And the dua of the students of knowledge of those who are fair. So we'll come in a minute to what he means by fair. وَلَيْسَ لِي فِي هَذَا إِلَّا لَجَمْعُ مِنْ كَلَامِ الْعُلَمَاءِ الْأَجِلَّةِ بِحَسَبْ مَا أَطْلَعَنِ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ and he says, and I don't have any part of this except that I've put together from the words of the great scholars according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enabled me or allowed me to read. 
فإذا رأيت فيه شيئا من الخلل فمن وهم صدر من سوء فهمي. He says, and if you see in it, of what he's written, something of uh, error or deficiencies, uh, so that is from my imaginings which have come from my poor understanding. فَالْمَطْلُوبُ مِمَّنْ عَلِمَ ذَلِكْ أَنْ يُصْلِحُهُ فَإِنَّا بِطَاعَتِي مِنَ الْعِلْمِ وَالدِّينِ مُزْجَادِ he says, and it's uh, asked or requested of anyone who knows that to correct it, for indeed my my portion or what I have of knowledge and of the deen is little. Wa imani al imani And he says, and my iman is of the weakest of iman um, because of my deficiency or lack of certainty. And he says also because of my little time and uh, too many burdens and uh, sorrows and difficulties. So then he says, uh, may Allah forgive a person who sees an aib or something which is lacking and who covers it. So when he says before that, he wants the du'a of students of knowledge who are fair, what he means is that when they see something or if they see something that's lacking or not correct in his work, that they're fair in their treatment of him so that they will either explain it in a gentle way or they will not make a big fuss and not go out there and, and make a big fitna about, oh, this scholar, he doesn't know this or that, but rather if they're teaching or if they see it, then they'll know what the correct uh, position is and they will just quietly set about correcting the problem rather than doing it in any other way. And he says, and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I raise my hands in deep and sincere supplication that he does not make this a proof against me on the day that the, the difficulties are made apparent. And that he benefits by it, myself and those like me of the ignorant. Then he finishes by saying, Indeed, he is Ta'ala, the most high Ra'uf Jawad, the most compassionate and generous. And it is to him that I cast my concerns and I rely on him. Um, and who is Wahua uh, Al Hadi, and he is the one who guides. To the path of guidance. Amen. So you can see clearly there that the introduction is following a particular format where he has a very definite beginning. And then, as for what follows, which is a short introduction, uh, in this case, 
he sees himself as being very lacking uh, in what he's put forward, although he's put forward something very rich and beneficial. But he's just introducing it, saying, this is what I've done. And as we explained that um, he feels that all he's done is put together what the ulema before him have said about these particular topics. And he doesn't praise himself at all, of course, but he sees himself as a very humble and lowly slave. And then he makes his dua that Allah should accept it and that it should be something that is a witness for him and not against him on the day of judgment that he hopes that there is benefit and he asks Allah to the one who gives gifts um, and the one on who he places his his hopes and reliance for indeed he's the one who guides to the straight path. Inshallah, I hope that explains something of how introductions to classical texts are. Uh, forgive me for any mistakes I've made in reading. Inshallah, I hope to improve myself in my reading and the things that I am lacking in. So this is much an exercise of learning for myself as it is of trying to present something to you. So inshallah, may Allah benefit us all and put barakah in our time and in our efforts, inshallah. And if we turn to him through seeking sacred knowledge, then inshallah, the doors to his generosity will be open and inshallah we ask him to bless us and to benefit us and that our learning should be something which is a proof for us just as the the imam here sheikh al-jawi has asked allah to make it a proof for him then we ask allah to enable us to use our time to maximum benefit and inshallah to learn and to put that knowledge into practice Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Inshallah, the next episode we will start with the actual book Bidayatul Hidayah from Imam Ghazali. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam wa sallam. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.